This is Anthems. Hi, my name is Tanaka Mishi. I'm a writer and performer. Your word of the day is belonging. When I was 20, I discovered I was lactose intolerant. I mentioned it to my father on a visit home. Oh yes, he said, lots of people in our family are lactose intolerant. It's pretty common in Zimbabwe. No one ever told me that, I said, irritated. I'd had to give up a tub of ice cream, and my housemates, heartless bastards that they were, ate it right in front of my face at the first opportunity. I'm a man who has three cups of milky tea a day, minimum. The prospect of a lifetime of soy milk sent me into a deep, existential grief. Well, said my father, I never thought you'd be. Why not? I asked. He laughed. I don't know, he said. Suppose I always forget that you're black. On forms growing up, my black father listed my race as mixed, other, or prefer not to say. My South Asian mother described me as black British. People pay attention to difference. Growing up mixed race taught me that longing is a part of belonging. When I visit my Sri Lankan family, I get off the plane, and when that first hit of hot air washes across my face, I am homesick at the same time that I realise I am home. The word belonging comes from the verb to be, plus the word longen, or langien in Old English meaning to suit, to pertain to, to have something to do with. I like that. It leaves room for not quite fitting in. Further back is the Proto-Germanic word langona, which also means to grow long, seem long, or yearn. Funny how the word with so much closeness, belonging, holds of its heart such a wild, desperate feeling of lack and distance. Belonging. Be longing. What if it meant something else? What if it meant that who we are is not about where we come from, but what we long for, what we desire? To me, bisexuality seemed to happen like a growth spurt, all at once. The way a teenager can begin his summer cute and compact and then emerge from August as lanky as a giraffe. I grew longer and learned to yearn the summer I was 16. At its beginning, I was a pimply kid with NHS specs, huge hair, too chronically depressed to fancy anyone. By the end of the summer, I was one long streak of yearning. I fell in love with couples on the bus, my karate sensei, my history teacher, my friend's older brother. There was a remarkable consistency in the people I was drawn to. They were all dark-haired, intelligent and aloof, but they were not all the same gender. When I looked up bisexuality online, I found mostly advice to gay men and straight women not to date us, not to trust us, not to include us. Confirmation that I did not belong, that the price of love for me would be to hide the parts of myself that did not fit. I realized that this, like being mixed race, meant being apart. It meant a lifetime of gentle corrections, displaying my credentials, explaining my existence. It meant finding out the hard way 
that invisibility means vulnerability, means being fetishized and tokenized. Both bisexual people and mixed-race people face higher rates of sexual violence than our monosexual and monoracial counterparts. Nobody told me that. Not even when it happened to me. It has taken me years to remember that my body belongs to me, and it will take even more time for my body to remember that I belong to it. But I think there is something beautiful in not quite belonging. I'm not special, but what I am is a part. I'm at the fringes, looking in at communities, the queer, the black, the Asian, that are deeply ambivalent towards my existence. There are so many good things in this. So many things I will never be able to take for granted. The feeling of leaving and arriving home simultaneously. The ability to love and be loved in such different ways. The way my voice shifts as I move from community to community, quietly finding my people, most of whom do not look like or love like me. In her research, the author Brene Brown identifies a difference between fitting in and belonging. Fitting in, she says, is about conforming. It's uncomfortable, it's inauthentic, it means being less than yourself so that others will accept you. Belonging is the opposite. It's being all of yourself and trusting people to love you. And trusting that if they don't, then they weren't your people, and you didn't belong together. There are so many kinds of belonging. The way my arms belong to me is different to the way that my bedsheets belong to me, and both are different to the way I belong to my D&D group, my union, my family. The way my partner and I belong with each other, rather than to each other. The way I belong with my friends, even if I don't quite fit in. I know that some of you listening to this will not really understand what it means to feel so perpetually different to those around you. I know some of you will understand it so much that it almost hurts. But the desire to belong is one of our most fundamental, most human, most universal feelings. And that, at least, is something you and I have in common. Belonging, noun, an affinity for a place or situation. For example, we feel a real sense of belonging.